Welcome to the See My Grief podcast, a Conversations with Kelly production. I'm your host, Kelly Grosslogs, and I want to welcome you to this community where my intention is for those that listen can experience healing, safety, hope, and possibility. This is a space where all grief matters. I want you to feel seen and heard and embraced. To all of you, welcome. Hello, and welcome back to another season of See My Grief, which actually this is the first season for See My Grief podcast, formerly known as Conversations with Kelly. So See My Grief is still part of Conversations with Kelly. It's part of the production part, but we are going to be calling it See My Grief, and I'll talk a little bit in a moment about why. I want to thank all of you for your patience and your support during this time of transition. I know it's been a while since we've gotten some new podcast episodes out, Part of that is because some of the changes that have happened, but also because of the pandemic that continues to impact our world. As you know, I'm Kelly Grosslogs, your host, and I want to welcome you back to a time I'm very excited about. We have a new look, a new name, and a new format. A huge shout out to Jeffrey Cloninger, who, as you all know, was my co-host for several years on the Conversations with Kelly podcast. Due to some differences in terms of where life is going, Jeffrey has to step back from co-hosting this and producing the podcast with me. As you know, Jeffrey moved to Chicago, and for a while we could continue to record and launch our episodes but it's it's getting a little more complicated, and Jeffrey actually is going to be pursuing maybe a little more theater, stand-up comedy, and different things that really will tap into his creative sense. So my sweet friend, thank you, truly, from the bottom of my heart and all of our hearts, for all that you brought to us through the years. I already miss you. It's very strange to be sitting here recording without you. It's also a very good time for us to make changes as we go forward, and I'm going to do my best. We always had such great banter back and forth, and Jeffrey really helped guide me with his questions. It'll be great going forward as well. I will try to do some individual recordings, but then also to bring in some guests and some experts that I believe are going to be very beneficial to all of you listening. So for those of you that are here for the first time, welcome. For those that have been following my podcast and listening for years, thank you and welcome back. The reason I chose the title See My Grief is because for so many years as a grief therapist, I have heard from countless people how they feel invalid or unseen or unheard for their grief. For some of it, it has to do with what we call disenfranchised grief, which my mentor, Kenneth Doka, is the father of disenfranchised grief, and you can certainly read more about his stuff. 
But grief that's not acknowledged, grief that's not seen by society as valid or legitimate. Let's say you have a neighbor die and you're very close to your neighbor. Society isn't going to really validate a neighbor relationship. You're not going to find neighbor grief cards. You're not going to find where your workplace is saying, take a couple days off, gather yourself, get yourself some rest because your neighbor died. That's what's called disenfranchised, not seen as legitimate, not seen as valid. It's important that we don't play into those societal rules about who's okay to grieve and what is okay to grieve and how long do we grieve. It's important that if we feel grief, then it's valid. If we experience grief and emotions around loss, then it's valid. It is not meant to be justified. It is not meant to be explained. We don't have to go to bat and try and convince anybody that our grief is valid. Our grief is valid if we feel it. I want this podcast to be a place where we talk about lots of different loss that people listening feel seen and feel heard. And then no matter what your loss is, you are noticed as a griever. You are acknowledged as the bereaved. You are given support. You do not have to justify it or explain it to anybody. Simply by feeling it, it is real. I want to have this podcast, this new season, really focus on legitimizing and honoring and embracing all the different types of loss. We experience loss every day of our life. It's not just about death. It's not just about relationships ending. It's about many things. For some people, each day is filled maybe with loss of their ability because they have a health issue. Maybe they had to spend money, so they have less money in their account, and that raises their anxiety. Maybe it's their job is changing at work, and they're not going to see the people that matter most to them at their job. Lots of different things can bring on grief. Many of you have heard me talk about, but I think it's important to say that the event is the loss. So the job change, the move, the death, the spending of money, the diagnosis of a mental illness or a physical illness, the grief is our reaction to this loss. So the loss does have a time frame. There's a moment we discover it, and then it kind of is done. The discovery time is kind of done. The episode is done We find out we're losing our job. We find out we're transferring. That's kind of a finite one-time experience. The death happens. The divorce happens. The infidelity happens. The way in which we respond to this loss is called grief. Depending upon how significant the loss is to you, that can be a lifelong reaction to losing. And so we don't want to put timelines on grief. We put timelines on the loss, so to speak, that it happened and that initial experience of it is done. We discovered the information, that part is over, and now we have this reaction, which is grief. Grief is lifelong. 
again, depending upon what kind of loss you experienced and how closely related and tied in and attached you were to what is loss, the grief can take lifelong to integrate it and heal it. Mourning, M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G, is the outward experiences, the outward expressions that we show the world. So grief is our internal experiences, the emotions, the feelings, those things that we have. Mourning would be showing the world our tears, showing the world our anger, showing the world our anxiety, showing the world our depression. But it's the outward expression of a reaction to loss. What's important is that our mourning and what we show the world somehow correlates and aligns with our grief. If all we're doing is showing the world this happy side of us or this side of us that feels content and okay and independent and doing just fine, when inside the grief reactions are very intense and don't match the morning, that's when people feel abandoned and not supported. Because if we're showing the world only a side of us that gives them the idea and gives them the messages that we're doing okay, that we are not in need of support, that we're doing just fine independently, and we're not really impacted by this loss, then we can't really expect people to show up and support us in maybe the way we need. So it's important that we try to align our grief and our emotions and how we are authentically experiencing this loss, trying to match that with what we show the world. Now, I understand there's times that we go to work and we're in a meeting and we have to put on a professional face or put on a sense of we're doing okay. I understand that societal norms expect that of us when we go to the store or we go to a sporting event or whatever that may be. What's really important, though, is that those people in your life that are closest to you, whether it be family, friends, a close friend at work, a healthcare provider, a therapist, whomever is in your trusted circle, it's important that we not put on a face for them or an act for them. Those are the people we really need to align our internal experience with our outward showing, our outward expressions. When we do that, that has the potential to heal. That has the potential not to change or cure the situation, but to help us integrate and heal and be able to live our lives still with this deep, deep wound of grief and loss. Now, vulnerability is a huge part of mourning because some people do not want to show the world that things are difficult. Some people don't want to show the world that they're having a hard time or that they're struggling. And so vulnerability 
is really an opportunity for us to lean into that space that holds a much of the opportunities of healing to cry in front of somebody and to really have them hold that space with a non-judgmental view or reaction can be one of the most beautiful experiences for the griever. To say out loud to somebody that you have guilt because of something that you experienced with this person before they died or that you didn't pick up the phone, to be able to share that grief with somebody and that outwardly expression and to mourn with somebody in your presence, to have somebody truly see your grief has the potential to heal. I hope that today the one thing you will take away from this is that your grief is valid. If you have experiences and reactions to a loss, they are real. They're not for you to figure out. They're not for someone else to figure out. They're simply for you to allow them and for them to be and for them to sit with you and be with you. I think it's really important that we all kind of take a collective breath today and know that we have been living in a time of continual loss, continual uncertainty, continuous grief, and that each one of us has had to adjust and change our lives in ways we probably never imagined we would or could. And with the pandemic, it has brought up many situations that have challenged us, challenged our security, challenged our knowns, our certainties, whatever that may be. It has challenged the way we say goodbye to those people we love. It has challenged the ways in which we show up for ritual, whether that be weddings or funerals, our parties, our graduations, or retirements, or whatever. We have all, in our own way, experienced deep loss in this pandemic. You add on to that the individual personalized losses that I have heard many people experience throughout this pandemic. In addition to what the world is experiencing, people have had significant losses and death in their family. There's been diagnoses. There's been job loss. There's been financial stress. There's been health concerns. There have been friendship losses and relationship changes and pet loss. Lots of different people have been impacted on multi-layers of loss. And I think it's really important today that each one of you listening takes a moment, a collective breath, and acknowledge for yourself what you have been through in the last couple years. No matter your stance or your view on this pandemic, it has changed our world. And to not acknowledge that is truly a disservice to yourself. None of us will ever be the way we were. This isn't our new normal. This is our different. We live in a different world. 
We have different ways of looking at the world, different ways of being with people, different expectations, different hopes. This isn't a new normal. This isn't normal. And likely what we had prior to this pandemic wasn't normal either. But it's our different, and we embrace our different, and we don't strive to take ourselves back to normal ever in grief. We embrace, we allow, and we integrate the different. We don't have to accept. I know that acceptance is one of the stages that many people are aware of. I've learned in my career and in my own grief that acceptance feels like too much pressure. It almost feels like we're giving the okay that this happened. I encourage us to acknowledge, to acknowledge the different, to acknowledge that this happened, to acknowledge our grief, to acknowledge our loss, our pain, our anguish, to acknowledge. You don't have to accept. It's to acknowledge. By acknowledging, we can move with it. We can move with the grief. Today, I see your grief. I see the different. I see the changes. I acknowledge them for each one of you listening. I'm so glad you stopped by. I encourage you to follow me on my social media, which is Conversations with Kelly on Facebook. I have a new Instagram page titled See My Grief. I'm so grateful. For each one of you that is tuning in, please know that you are held close and that you are seen and heard and legitimized. And I wish you soft space to land wherever you're listening to this today. May you feel safe and less alone. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the See My Grief podcast. It is my hope that this episode resonated for you on some level and that you feel less alone, more hopeful, and gained insight. These episodes are not to be seen as a substitute for medical attention or psychological treatment. Please see your licensed providers for individual needs. Thank you so much for sharing and subscribing to this podcast so that we can continue to grow our sacred community. I will talk with you next time, friends, and please know this, I see your grief.